Star Dodie Pettit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here we are. <laughs> Greetings. Wow. I'm Brian Muni, and welcome to Live Song Radio Show 43. So excited to be in the presence of folk rock musician Rex Fowler of the legendary duo Aztec Two Step, joined by Broadway actress and musician Dodie Pettit. Great to have you join us in our new studios here at WRCR. Welcome, peeps. Thank you. And dear listeners, let me remind you, you two, of course, are an important part of tonight's broadcast. Feel free to call 845-429-1700 to weigh in with your comments, requests, etc., or email us at livesongradio at gmail.com. That's 845-429-1700 or livesongradio at gmail.com. Feel free to call at any time to make contact with Rex and Dodie. Tonight's show sponsor is Therapy. Play Developmental Resources, LLC. For over 20 years, using music to help special needs children do what was thought impossible. Contact them at 646-279-1145 or at theraplay at optonline.net to learn how music can make a difference in the life of an exceptional child or adult you may know. Now, before we get lost in the latest music of Rex Fowler and Aztec Two-Step, maybe we should give our listeners a little catch-up about what the heck you've been doing for the last 45 years, Rex. (laughs) What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So Rex and Neil Schumann have spent a lifetime of making music together as the folk rock duo Aztec Two-Step. After taking their name from a poem by beat poet Lawrence Ferlinghetti and with four-plus decades as staples of FM radio, major record deals, and nonstop touring, Rex and Neil continue to impress audiences with intelligent songwriting, dazzling acoustic lead guitar, and soaring two-part harmonies. Wow, who wrote that? That's pretty impressive. <laughs> I like it is. I, uh, it wasn't I. The duo has performed <laughs> worldwide, been critically acclaimed, reviewed in Rolling Stone magazine, appeared on numerous radio and TV shows, including David Letterman, and were the subject of a PBS documentary, No Hit Wonder. Now some 45 years and 15-plus albums later, here we are, Rex, moving forward, right? I hope so, yes. So what shall we hear now? Well, you mentioned, I believe you mentioned uh, the new record. So the, the new record happens to be called Naked. Yes. And that was a career move. I waited until I turned 70 to put a naked picture of myself on the album cover. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a brilliant idea. It's ballsy, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm kidding! <laughs> All the listeners have just gone screaming into the, into the afternoon. Uh, yeah. No, but uh, we made this record. It was, um, uh, you know, the, the, the 
catch line, I guess, is we're all born naked with wings to soar. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore, the name of the song is Naked. But it really is a song that wrote, uh, I felt compelled to write it, uh, a contemporary song about the disconnect that we're presently and you know, have been in, in the legislature, the national legislature, and even in our own environments. Uh, there just seems to be a lot of people texting and going online and not a whole lot of dialogue back and forth or you know conversations it seems like so i was just trying to write a song with that in mind Alrighty, let's give it a spin
Ever the optimist. <laughs> Boy, we need a little peace and love. Yes. Well, so thank you for that song. Well, thank you. And Hal, and Hal David for, you know, let me swipe uh, his What the World Needs uh, Now. What it does. His love, sweet love. Yes. And also in the room is the lovely Dodie Pettit. Hi, Dodie. Hi, Brian. Thank <laughs> How are you? Thank you for inviting me today. I'm so thrilled to be here. So, but what brings you here today? Well, my lovely Rex brought me here oh, today Rex. in his CRV, in his teal oh, CRV. Oh, <laughs> that's so nice. Um, well, to be a friend and a helper. Yes, and he told me you have a you know a little background in in music and Broadway as well. Yes, I am. Well, f- I wanted to be a rock and roller, but then all of a sudden, uh, in nineteen. Uh, 84, Cats came along, yeah. and I auditioned for the original company, uh-huh. and I got into Cats in 84, uh-huh. and from there all the way through to, you know, the 90s, I was on Broadway shows. Wow. So Cats led to Phantom of the Opera. Wow. Which, and I was in Cats four years, Phantom six years, mm-hmm. including National Tour, and then uh, Titanic, Mm. Uh, the musical, not the movie, <laughs> and many All would others. Be good. Yeah, many either. others, many others. But wow! I, um, just a little aside. Have you guys seen Hamilton? No, no, we have not. I have. You got not. tickets? Can we get some from you? <laughs> well, you know, you can get tickets. You just go on Ticketmaster and the resale tickets. You know, and they're at at face value. Yes. Uh, we just happened into these tickets, and I like gulped when I actually paid what I did to pay it. Are but you it was me? the it, the best thing I had ever seen on Broadway. That's fabulous. So, well, I'm sure a lot of people would agree, including the yeah. producers. Or oh my god, oh my yes. god! All right, that's another subject. So, <laughs> do you have a little history with Rex as well as a musician? No? I know it's really amazing. After after as fate would have it, going back to 1979 was when I first met Rex because they were doing their fifth album in a studio called Blank Tape Studio. And without getting too personal, my second husband <laughs> was Richie Vetter, ah. who, uh, along with Bob Blank, ran Blank Tape Studio. And he was the producer of Rex's fifth album uh, called Times of Our Lives. Ah. And so the guys invited me to sing on it. I think I sang on almost all the songs, and I played guitar on one of them. Ah. Not guitar, just and not just guitar. Guitar. You played lead guitar. Lead electric guitar. Oh, wow. Neil was kind of and scratching his head, going, "What am I going to play on this?" And uh, so they turned, gave it to Dodie, and yep. she did a very cool, uh, kind of like a West Montgomery jazz kind of yeah. octave uh, guitar, lead yeah. guitar wow. part on it. Yeah. Wow. And and you know this has led Dodie to, um, who's going to be playing. Um, full-time with Aztec Two-Step, but it'll take probably six months to a year to get up to speed because she's currently working on a Broadway musical that she and her late husband wrote. Uh, it's going to be, a, is it called Dracula? Dracula the Covenant. The Co- so based on Bram Stoker's novel. Yes. And uh, it's really exciting. I've heard excerpts and it's extraordinary. It's going to be, it re- I think it has a chance to go all the way, but you know, it's extremely difficult to know those kind of things, but uh, her late husband nice. is one of the great, great uh, singers on Broadway. He starred mm-hmm. in just about every. Uh, once the, the the uh, it's just right, Dodie. Once that the the celebrity lead man left after the first time, he was almost always brought in. Correct. Uh, yeah. To to Kevin was the fifth Phantom on Broadway. 
did over a thousand shows of the Phantom. Whew. Did over a thousand shows of the Engineer. Miss Saigon got got a Best Actor award for that. He was the th- only the third person to do the King and King and I <laughs> on Broadway, name Whoa. over title, and uh, many many others. He he did over eight thousand performances. Imagine that. If you're a ball player out there, think about how many <laughs> games that is. <laughs> eight thousand. Alrighty. Yeah. And I also want to acknowledge we have a surprise guest from the wilds of Bucks. Field, Maine, a little-known but very important center of culture and creativity some 13 hours to the north, who also has some history with Rex, musician, singer, actor, illustrator, author, stilt walker, and eccentric treasure, Rick Adams. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we're percolating here. Are you ready to do a live song? I'd love to, yes. Okay. I'd love to. And what is the song called? In the Rain. In the rain. In the rain. And, okay. you know, rain gets a bad rap, so I wanted to write a little song about it. And we're, we're also going to be releasing this song uh, as the spring rolls around. And we have an amazing um, original oil painter who, who illustrated all the different scenes in the video. And, it's, you know, we're hoping to uh, turn it into a children's book as well. Because it's a very nice little innocent little song. And I think it might resonate with kids as well. So here we go. In the rain. You gonna play a little shaker on this? It's a little boss and over, right? When it taps on your window, that pitter pattering sound, hurry changing your rain clothes, go outside, run around. It's nice to be out 
to go out in the rain. Everybody say, in the rain, in the rain. Yeah, it's nice to be out in the rain, in the rain, the rain. Yes, fun to go out in the rain. Yeah, it's cool to be out in the rain. Yeah, it's great to be out in the rain. So come on, let's go out in the rain. <laughs> nice, nice job, you guys. Rex, you make it all seem so easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, many drafts later, many drafts. I spent a lot of time on the lyrics. I mean, your whole thing. Oh, your singing. Your well, thank you. Thing. It's beautiful. Thank you. And you have written many, many songs. So I have a question about your songwriting process. What do you set out to do when you write a song? Do you have a plan? Well, honestly, I, I don't. Um, very rarely. Um, now, on Naked, for instance, I did, I did want to write a, something, a commentary of sorts, some sort of social... Um, relevant thing but I almost exclusively start with a melody I, that's where I work from and in this, in this melody you know usually is, creates a mood and then the mood oftentimes dictates the kind of direction I want to go in so if it's a nice toe tappy kind of thing I'm more, more times than not I will write something uplifting or positive if it's if it's a very moody kind of thing I might go introspective and whatever but I I I don't have, <clears throat> I don't write the lyrics first, so I don't know where the song is going. I don't know where the story's going. For instance, like uh, um, when, when I do a songwriting class now and then, I have the, I have this song called the, uh, the Ballad of Humpty Dumpty and Cinderella, and it started with me with, with Hey hey hey, did you lose your shoe? Did you lose your shoe? Something like that. And and I thought, where'd that come from? <laughs> and who lost their shoe? Yeah. And I thought, oh, well, Cinderella lost the shoe. Oh, okay, so she said her name was Cinderella from under her umbrella with the blue. Now what's she going to do? Is she going to meet the prince? Nah, too obvious. So I brought in Humpty Dumpty. I have no idea why I brought in Humpty Dumpty. But he said his name was Mr. Dumpty. She could call him Humpty. And it just went on from there. And the, the punchline is in the song is that, you know, he ends up getting his heart broken by Cinderella because she'd heard the prince was in town looking for a blind date and that whole thing. So she, so, you know, so she leaves him, she breaks his heart. She doesn't go to the ball with him and she breaks his heart and he's, stand, he's there at the wall. So the, the song asked that maybe Humpty Dumpty jumped instead of fell. Who knows? Who knows? So and I, believe me, and I didn't start out thinking, I'm going to write a song about Humpty Dumpty and Cinderella meeting, and then I'm going to have him maybe jump instead of fall off the wall. No, it's just one line follows the next that follows the next. So, so you're like writing a novel. No, but you're writing a story. You're writing a story, yeah. but, uh, but it's a novelistic approach. And, um, That's a good point. You know, and it's, that could be a kid's book illustrated as well. Well, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. So I wasn't. I was going to ask you about you know stream of consciousness and Jack Kerouac, like first thought, best thought, and you just are you do you or are you more like you plod through things like writing sixty two verses like Leonard Cohen of Hallelujah, <laughs> and how do you know when you're done? I you just know. <laughs> you just do. You know it's crazy. Uh, 
And believe me, on the road, now that was an interesting thing because somebody had given me the, the novel to read and um, it was 15 years after the novel was released in 1957. And um, I just thought this would make a good song. And I remember just getting started with the first one. And um, the first two groupings were kind of putting this guy down for being outside of society. And then the next two were building him up, you know, for being maybe some sort of a folk hero or something. But other than that, I, I, that I did preconceive. But, that, but again, it's just you write a line uh, and then you hope that something follows it. I, I, don't, I wish I could be more... You know, I wish I could say it was more mysterious or something. But that is totally mystery. That's very cool. I, well, I guess I so. That. Yeah, I love when that. You think about it. Yeah, you follow your nose. I think we have a caller. If they're still there, welcome to Live Song Radio. Hello. Hello. Who Brian? might this be? It's Paul. Paul Guzone. Guzone. The yeah. famous Our Paul Guzone. Hi, Paul. Hey. <laughs> Thought I'd chime in. You're in drive time now. Yeah. What do you think? Do you like drive time? I'm taking a survey. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Actually, you... for me, it's late afternoon time. I'm at my laptop, still at my desk, and I just clicked on the web, and there you guys are. There we are. Wow. Well... Hey, Rex. Hey, Dodie. Hey, Paul. <laughs> Paul, good to hear now, you. Now, Paul, you have played a role in, in Rex and Aztec Two Steps' career, sure. have you not? Yeah, I have. I we... mean, uh, I'm... Uh, Delighted that I've I've known these guys for many years. You know, we kind of scuffled around the same circles of musicians and Jane Olderman. Jane Olderman, my well, God, that's what, yes, going back to Jane Olderman. Yeah, when we first met, and you had quite an all-star band. And yeah, it was a pretty good little band, but <laughs> played up there in Connecticut, up and down the the, the Long Island Sound. But, Jeff Pivar um, was a member of that band as oh, well. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was a really cool uh, cool time in the mid seventies, I guess. What it was. And Paul Guzone mm -hmm. is a local mover and shaker. I mean, he runs the Rockland music scene, and he's fabulous, and he's been very supportive of me, who is a relatively recent, um, you know, presence here. And so, well, my we, hat off to you, Paul. Thank are we going to mention the, the Bacon Brothers, who he tours with? On yeah, a we can basis. do that. Yes, we should. <laughs> we can do that. And Paul's a fabulous and Paul, writer. Producer. And Paul produced one of our best records, I, I, I think. And oh, thank you, Rex. Days it was my horses. pleasure. I, I just wanted to, to say, you guys, you were just talking about the songwriting process. Yeah. And one of the great pleasures, and I say this without a hint of whatever, it's like totally from the heart. One of the best things ever was to sit in a room with you and Neil and to hear you sing down the songs that eventually became that record and to be like that close to the process and the development of it and uh to and then further to go to go on and each time i've produced i produced two records with with aztec two step brian but in both oh. cases i got to have like my private little concerts in my studio yeah. with these guys because in both cases we decided to just record them live wow and then you know do whatever we wanted to do with them, piece them together, edit them, add something to it here and there. But yeah. in both cases, we started with just the two of them. So yeah, and just, that's what it was pretty I wonderful. I think that's what uh, we've always had a hard time capturing uh, what we sound like live. Um, for whatever reason, we're, we're not great at just getting under the headphones and putting the click track on and trying to play stuff and think you're going to get a real great performance out of it. We haven't been able to do that. And it was Paul's idea. Let's get... 
let's get let's get something down that sounds like you guys. So we actually we rehearsed a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we came in there and tried to do good performances. And we stacked two or three up on you know with the Pro Tools, and then uh, we used one as the basic the basis, and then we did a little editing from one performance to another if we needed it, and voila, we had something to work from. And it was pretty- yeah, it was it was really a great process and a lot of fun taking nothing away from the splendid record that you just played, which is fantastic. Oh, yeah. thank you. Naked. What a beautiful, beautiful track that is. Thank you. And you've got a really beautiful one coming next. It's called World Without Walls. That's you, correct. Will you tell us a bit about that? Now? Well, I co-wrote that song with um, my friends Devin Square, who were uh, signed by Ahmed Erdogan, one of the uh-huh. uh, uh, next-to-last acts that he signed before he tragically uh, passed away. But um, mm. And... Uh, Unfortunately, his last signing was Kid Rock, <laughs> who just showed up at the White House with Sarah Palin and God knows what other person's name was, you know, one of the bow and arrow. But anyway, uh, and, and uh, I wanted this on the record because of Donald Trump's election, his presidency. And I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody out there that's a Trump supporter. I'm not. Uh, that's my privilege, and I can write the song. And if you want to come here and talk about Donald Trump on the radio, go ahead. But I'm, I'm uh, or something nice about him. But I don't have much nice things to say about him. I think he's been just, you know, he's really hurt this country, and uh, you know, the bigotry, the racism, the carelessness in his policy, and who he points to, various, uh, you know, uh, governmental rent, uh, you know, government agencies. It's, it's really. Sickening. So it becomes. So it becomes our really job. Yeah. So it becomes our job. Yes. To do something about. Yes, it. indeed, and that's with our songs. And this song, songs, "World Without Walls," okay. is really. It's like, oh, you want to build a wall? Okay. How about a world without walls? And that's okay. why it's yes. on this. So, record. Paul, thank you so much for your call. <laughs> My pleasure. And for everything. You thank you, Paul. You See you, you soon, guys man. Soon. World without walls. I can see nowhere to hide There's no two places the other side You're either in or else outside In a world without walls The world's a ball, no sides at all It's all that's left of the rise and fall It's all for one, but one for all In a world without walls in a world without walls This world has open arms to hold you Embolden your grace But when this world wants to control you Enfold you Love is just a sin Berlin's is gone Jerusalem sings the saddest song So shine a light or bang a gong For a world without walls A world without walls
music blazes the other side. You're either in or else outside. In a world without walls. In a world without walls. In a world without walls. In a world without Right, World Without Walls from Aztec Tuseps' new album, Naked. So now it's time to give a little love to the supporters of our local broadcast. Small business owners, have you ever wondered what your clients are really thinking about your goods and services? With more information, you can increase and expand your businesses. I'm Marla, the focus group lady, and I can help you get the answers you need. For details on survey design and recruitment services, or if you want to be paid for your opinions as a panelist, you can find me on Facebook at Marla the Focus Group Lady or email me at Marla the Focus Group Lady at gmail.com. Looking forward to helping make things happen for you. So let me tell you about our friend, Realtor William H. Perlman of Coldwell Banker Residential Brokerage in New City. Bill is the real deal, a stand-up guy. Whether you are buying or selling, do yourself a favor and check him out at BillPerlman.com or give him a call at 845-641-1145. That's Bill Perlman, P-E-A-R-L-M-A-N.com, 845-641-1145. Tallman Auto Center, run by Augie De Palma for over 40 years, has been providing complete auto repair. Reliable, honest, and fair. What separates Tallman Auto Center is a commitment to service. A national reservist and martial artist, Augie, along with Tommy and Keith, are there when you need them. Located on the corner of Route 59 in Cherry Lane, Tallman Auto Center can help you with New York State inspections, computer diagnostics, discount tires, air conditioning, and wheel alignment. So call 845-357-8790 or on the web at TallmanAutoCenter.com. Because you never know. So call 845-357-8790 or on the web at TallmanAutoCenter.com. Augie is also now offering a 10% discount on major repairs for all live song radio listeners. And if you are a veteran, he is especially interested in working with you. So don't be shy. Mention you're a live song radio listener, a veteran, and start saving. The medical practice of Dr. Michael Schachter, the Schachter Center for Complementary Medicine in Suffern, are pioneers in alternative medicine. 
Dr. Schachter has been serving the Rockland community for over 40 years, and I, frankly, have benefited much from his expertise. At the Schachter Center for Complementary Medicine in Suffern, sophisticated biomedical testing is used to ensure that an individualized treatment plan for every patient helps uncover the underlying causes of disease and creates an environment that supports the body's natural ability to heal itself. Check them out at theschachtercenter.com or call 845-368-4700. That's theschachtercenter.com, 845-368-4700. On Monday, February 12th, 5 p.m., Brian Muni's Live Song Radio is pleased to present new music from legendary folk rock duo Aztec Two-Step with Rex Fowler, joined by Broadway star Dodie Pettit, brought to you by TheraPlay LLC, using music to help special needs children do what was thought impossible. For more info, visit and like us on Facebook at Live Song Radio and call 845-429-1700 or email livesongradio at gmail.com to make contact with Rex and Dodie during the show on Monday, February 12th at a new time, 5 to 6 p.m. for Aztec Two Steps, Rex Fowler and Broadway star Dodie Pettit on Brian Muni's live song radio, WRCR.com. Here again is our phone number. 845-429-1700 to make contact with Rex and Doty. You can also email us at livesongradio at gmail.com. That's 845-429-1700 or livesongradio at gmail. So, well, it's Mardi Gras season, don't you know? And I just attended an amazing celebration last Saturday night in Nyack with Steve Bernstein and his 10-piece all-star band laying down some tasty po'boy zydeco. Thank you, Arts Rock, for letting the good times roll. So, Rex, shall we keep it going? Let's do it. This is a song written uh, by my partner, Neil. And it's just a a great... uh, He had vacation down there, I think, more than once. And he came back with this amazing song. And it's called... It's called uh, Down uh, Down in New Orleans, or Way Down in New Orleans. All right, let's go. Way down yonder, way down in New Orleans, there's a washboard playing mama. You know they call her the Zydeco Queen Don't you know where I meet Down in New Orleans They got the Mississippi River Just laughing at the shore I don't know why I never stop by this Syncopated beat before Don't you know where I mean Down in New Orleans 
sipping cafe au lait, eating beignet. Got the poor boy muffled of crawfish etouffee. All served up on a silver tray. What you say? What'd you say? I said that Monday's rice and beans down in New Orleans. Comes in a bright red can. Now every time I take a drink, I find myself thinking about life in Louisiana. Don't you know where I mean? Down in New Orleans, way down yonder, way down in New Down in New Orleans yeah. from the new album, Naked, by Aztec Two-Step. So, Rex, I've been thinking about your 45-year partnership with Neil Shulman. And uh, I find it very interesting because all those years, while many of your songs are very well-known, such as Persecution and Restoration of Dean Moriarty. That's correct. Baking, the highway song, Faster Gun, they are ingrained in the brains of more than a few generations, and you continue to grow your audience. But the Billboard hit charts seem to have eluded you. In fact, PBS did a documentary about you, No Hit Wonder, nearly 30 years after you and Neil formed your duo. How do you think that not having hits has affected your careers? I think in a positive way. I mean, it would have been nice to have had that kind of uh, national recognition. Um, it, it certainly would have uh, enabled us to, to play some bigger venues and, and whatnot to headline. But we did, we're, we did a lot of co-bills and a lot of support uh, acts throughout that whole era in the 70s. And, but what what's, I think makes it special for uh, for us and our audiences is that they discovered us. They didn't hear us on AM radio. They might have been walking down the dorm dormitory and one of the doors were open and somebody was playing the record. Or they might have heard it on a progressive 
college radio station, um, or somebody's big sister or big brother would play the record. And so our, they feel very, our audience feels very connected and very proud of the fact that there wasn't some, they didn't hear our music blasting on AM radio. So it became kind of a cult thing and uh, word of mouth and whatnot. And those are the people, that's the foundation uh, uh, that we laid with these people and they continue to come out and support us and I think they feel a, a sense of, of pride and uh, of what not just the, the fact that we are we made it and we have continued to do original music without that hit and you know and, and make records throughout uh, the various decades so we've been very blessed that way but you know you have to work a little harder you got to raise a little money you know you, you, you hope for the best but you know you know, don't you're usually get it. <laughs> you're still doing it. Yeah, we're still doing it, and uh, and I think that's, and it's all because of our audience. We couldn't have done it without them. But there's also something about your chemistry, you and your partners, and uh, a true friendship emanates a true love and respect for each other, and you don't step on each other. It's like, as Dodi was saying, what they know their places. They like. I asked if you ever take a lead solo on the guitar, and you said, no. No. I, I'm, I'm constitutionally incapable of taking a lead. That's it's why. Not like, it's not like Lennon and McCartney here who are, like, you know, are at each other's throats a lot, although they made, you know, great music. And there was always, you know, yeah. there was an ego at play. How did you deal with your egos? Well, uh, not being Lennon and McCartney helped. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not so sure that they were at each other. I think they did a lot of good creative uh, interaction. The whole band did, yeah. um, you know, throughout that whole era. And, um, you know, of course, eventually, after many years and uh, much success, yeah. Yeah, they, they went their own ways. But, um, but you've, you're 45. Yeah, and and I think the fact that we are our roles are, are fairly well defined. Neil is yeah. the, the the guitar guy. I'm yeah. I'm primarily or I was primarily the songwriter. Mm -hmm. uh, Neil's oh, really? writing, um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, has evolved much like George Harrison's writing. You know, went uh, evolved. He went from having one or two songs on on a record into uh, you know pretty much going fifty fifty down the, in the last few records. So mm -hmm. uh, he has grown into a marvelous songwriter and um, so that makes us even stronger, you know, um, and gives us a little more diversity and uh, yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Beautiful. So I think we're gonna have a live performance featuring Dodie Pettit and Rex Fowler and this song is called Living in America. Right? Yeah, now this song was uh, a, a, a letter home to my sister Andrea. It was intended, uh, not a letter home, a letter ab abroad. She was working uh, processing refugees in the Southeast Asia and in Bangkok. And, uh, and um, I, I just wanted to write a song where I could tell her what was going on in the States. She uh, did an important work. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, immigrants came here because of it. It was... It was, it was during what I refer to as the Reagan regime. Uh, some, pe <laughs> some people liked those jelly beans, and some of us didn't. Uh, but this song was very much specific for, for its era. But 
it stands up today more than ever. I'm very proud to be able to continue to do this song because it is relevant. You yeah. had Sandy Backham on here yeah. who did a wonderful video. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, she shot the, a, a local uh, community parade on the 4th of July out in Long Island and, and used our music as a backdrop for it. And she's a dear friend and a, and a wonderful artist. As well. Shout out to Sandy Bacon. Yeah, so hold on, because I, I got my you're, headphones you're tied up here. here. Yeah, it's very relevant. I mean, even when you talk about gun control and nukes, you know, it's like it's all yeah, it's what mean, we're dealing with every day. Uh, right. I mean, it's <clears throat> more than ever. More than more ever, than there ever. needs to be Sad. some accountability. And you wrote this in what year? Like I wrote this in 84. But it came out in 86 on our Living in America album, our self-titled album. That actually won the, it was one of the few awards we ever gotten. It was the best, consider, uh, voted the best folk album in 1987. And I think Sus uh, for the New York Music Award, best folk album. Yay. And, and Suzanne Vega had won the debut uh, of, you know, of that in 86, I believe, her, her, her album. So mm -hmm. it was nice company to be in. And, yeah. Um, this is the song, and Jody's going to join me on uh, right. acoustic lead guitar. Okay, I'll sing to you. Okay. All right. Shake it. I get to play a little harmonica, my little Bob Dylan yeah, harmonica it's here. Really good. Very good America 
Living in America with Rex Fowler and Dodie Pettit. Beautiful. Brian, Dodie, come on. Oh, come on. And come that on. background vocals as well. Well, <laughs> too bad that song is still so relevant. Hmm? <laughs> I know. <clears throat> so let's play um, another newer song, Long Black Lincoln, from the yeah. new album. Yes, and another Neil Shulman composition. And this is really, I think, I think this is the highlight of the record. Um, Neil is born and raised in Manhattan, and uh, you know he's a he 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 always kind of makes a little fun of the boroughs. He said, "I've heard of Brooklyn. I've never <laughs> been there. I wouldn't even know how to get there if my life depended on it." Uh, he's a Manhattanite, and uh, he's right. you know he takes a lot of pride in that. And this this is a song. It's a you he's know, a snob. That's right. He's a he's a Manhattan snob, but he earned the right. He's born and raised, and still lives here. So uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is that that song, and it ends the album, and uh, uh, it's 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 a very cool song to end an album with, especially this record. I think it really knocked it out of the park. Alrighty, Long Black Lincoln. Live in the land of the long black Lincoln Town cars and stretch limousines Mercedes Benz with the tinted windows Standing in the sunlight, how it gleams This is the city of the yellow taxi No lane, 
dreams and no red lights. Cross town bus running river to river, east side days and west side nights. Of the double wide stroller, the kind with the canopy that blocks out the sun. Pretty black lady pushing little white babies. A woman's work never done. And the bars close at four in the morning, the way the good Lord meant it to be. And the streets, it was told, were paved with gold. Tired and the poor came from across the sea. Hungry huddled masses yearning. To breathe free. There's a place George Washington stood. You can see it if you go downtown. In the neighborhood bar, I used to stop in for a drink. I bet some other regulars still come around. But there's no more candy for a penny. No soda fountain drink for a dime. Days misspent. We had so many. The figuring your losses won't get you back the time. So here it is, this city, this island, where I still sleep, where I still dream. Hope, despair, desire, and longing. City of magic, city of schemes. And everybody's talking about the Hudson River crossings and where they lead. Nobody really knows. The traffic report said there'd be some delays, and so it goes, and so it goes. Now, there are many people to thank for helping make this program happen. Let's start with tonight's sponsor, TheraPlay LLC. For over 20 years, using music to help special needs children do what was thought impossible. Contact them at 646-279-1145 or email TheraPlay at optonline.net. Thanks also to our friends here at WRCR. Tonight's DJ engineer, Jeff Lewis and Alex Medokovich. To John Wicks of Wicks Arborist and Nunzio Signore at Rockland Peak Performance. And to Miss Olga Pinto and Sofia Muni for assisting with social media and internet marketing. And of course, to today's advertisers, Marla, the focus group lady. Message her on Facebook if you want to share your opinions for cash or set up a focus group for your business or product. To our friends at tallmanautocenter.com, 845-357-8790. 
Realtor Bill Perlman at BillPerlman.com, 845-641-1145. To the Schachter Center for Complementary Medicine in Suffern, 845-368-4700 or at theschachtercenter.com. And finally, to our amazing guests, Aztec Two Steps' Rex Fowler and Broadway's Dodie Pettit. (laughs) Google, YouTube, follow and support them on Facebook, Twitter. Go out and see them, buy their merch, fund their pledge drives. When are your next gigs? Well, we got we got a couple coming up yeah. um, this month. Uh, uh, coming right up is uh, uh, we'll do a Simon and Garfunkel songbook show. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's at City Winery on uh-huh. Sunday the eighteenth, and uh, it's a really cool show. We'd have a narrator. You know, Pete, the great late Pete Fornatelle started that show with us. Oh, uh, his fun. friend uh, Tony uh, Trugarda was taking over for that, so he does the narration. So that's this week. Yes, yeah, coming right up this this Sunday, and then okay. um, at Daryl's house on the twenty first. I think it's a Wednesday. Wednesday, I'm um, doing. Um, I I do a little show called. Uh, uh, well, it's a it's a song. It's a show that features early Elvis. Um, songs uh, back when he really was a phenomenon, when he inspired people like John Lennon and, and Keith Richards to start their own bands, when he really was something else. Mm-hmm. Um, not, we're not, we don't go to the Vegas jumpsuit stuff. Uh, we go keep it really early, the Sun Records. Okay. And I have three guys, two of them from Rockland County, the Ruse brothers, Billy and... and um, uh, Billy and, and Muddy Ruse, or Stephen Ruse, uh, on electric, electric guitar and stand-up bass, and uh, as well as uh, Joe Geary from down in Jersey on the drums. So, so you're singing Elvis. I, and, you know, when you come, look, I'm 70 years old. I get up on stage, I look just like young Elvis. <laughs> I, I, it's uncanny. You're 70 I, this year? I, yes, I turned already. Yay! Lord have mercy. Congratulations. Thank you. It's so, so nice to still be here. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, and Dodie, you got something you want you you want to plug? Yeah, well, you're busy. You're busy being a, a ballerina as well. Right? Well, I teach ballet at the University of Hartford, but I don't wow. dance it much anymore. Okay. Okay. I, I'd love to do it with the kids, but not not full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh. no, basically, I'm 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 scoring for orchestra for this uh, Broadway show that I've been writing. You're so I go back and forth to Nashville a lot. I'm going to bring Rex with me next time to our orchestra Nashville uh, recordings. Is a wild yes, place. yes, great. <laughs> All right. So for inquiries about getting heard or coming on, or for advertising on Long Live Song Radio, you can reach us at livesongradio at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at Brian Muniz live song radio and to download this and other of our past shows google or search us out on itunes or soundcloud or you can visit our spanky new website brianmuni.com and thank you tanya leah for burning the midnight oil on that one getting it done for today's broadcast you can see her brilliant design work at www.tstudio.me So stay tuned for deets about next month's fourth anniversary show. Till then, see you soon in the digisphere. So, Rex, 
you want to get us out of here on the road again with a new track from Naked? I would, and I'd like to plug Gary Schreiner, who was the producer for this. He was a member of my John Lennon band, the Newtopians, and ah. he's a brilliant chromatic harmonica player, ah. and, a, and he brought all the great musicians in. And uh, he also played keyboards on the on the record, so he really was uh, very important to this record. And it, I think, it probably is our best record that we've ever made, including the first one, which is most of the fan favorites, I think. But uh, it really is. Uh, so where can people run out and buy it? Well, you'd have to get on our website, or you okay. could and uh, AztecTwoStep.com, or okay. you could go iTunes or all of the uh-huh. CD Baby, all of those guys yeah. all have the. You can download individual songs of the album itself. Excellent. Thank you, Rex. Thank you, Dodie. Thank, Thank so you, much. Rick. Thank you for having for us. For joining Ryan. us tonight, out on the hey, road again. Thank you. A stream of love.